My good people, what's up with you, man? We back, season two, Ashes to Dust podcast. It's your boy QB, and I got my boy here with me. You know what it is, man. It's your boy D-Nice on the ones and twos. Yeah, man, and we back for season two. You know, more topics, more gritty conversations, and a lot more things to talk about. But before we get into the first episode of season two, how you doing today, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm ready for the drama. You know how I do it. Um, I'm ready to put out facts, but nothing but facts. But, you know, of course, you know what I'm saying, it's up to you to, you know what I'm saying, agree to those facts, you feel me? I hear you, man. Everybody think they got facts, man, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to see because there's a lot of things to talk about today. But before we get off into the topic, we got to talk about the kicks, my brother. Man, I'm finna just tell you like this, man. I went old school right here, Air Match 95s, um, a blue colorway, of course. Man, real smooth shoe, real comfortable shoe, of course, man. Um, I bought me two pair, matter of fact, just for the comfort, man. So, yeah, Air, Air Match 95, we're doing that that way. You feel me? That's what's up, man. I'm sticking with the comforts myself, man. I got on me a pair of Crocs, dog. <laughs> Crocs, man, you know, smooth, just slip in, slip off, you know what I'm saying? If I got to get into some action, I'll put them in active mode, sport mode, however you call it, but can't go wrong with no Crocs, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you know the crazy thing about it, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this, bro, you know Nike is trying to do a collab with the Crocs too, man, so I'm going to have to send you some updated photos and, and Pictures about those for real. Yeah, for sure, man. I definitely want to see those, you know, but when it comes to crops, they like all purpose. You know, you can just throw them on and go outside, go into town real quick, go to the city, run to the grocery store. You know, nurses even went on the work, so can't go wrong with a pair of crops. You feel me? Can't Facts. go wrong with a pair of crops, but let's get ready to get off into the episode, man. First topic of the day is. The NBA season. You know what I'm saying? We are in the middle point of the season right now, in the month of January. A lot has been going on. We're going to start in the Eastern Conference. You know what I'm saying? My surprise team right now is the Chicago Bulls. How you feel about the Bulls, though? Hey, man, that's pretty tough, man. Um, the Rosa, they, they still got Zach. Uh, they got Alonzo Ball. I mean, they got a nice little core, man. I like that, man. I like that team a lot, for real, for real. Yeah, man. Then you can't forget about the man in the middle, my boy Vucevic, holding it down. You know, I think that was a steal they got in that trade from Orlando. You add a piece like Vucevic, he's definitely a top 10 center in the league right now. And then you bring in DeRozan in the offseason. You know, a lot of people thought DeRozan was done. You know, they, you know the Spurs got rid of him. They were trying to say that, you know, he wasn't a team player and different things like that. But you see DeRozan, you know what I'm saying? We know what DeRozan capable of. That boy out there hooping, MVP candidate, you know what I'm saying? 
And then when you got somebody like Lonzo Ball throwing you the ball, you got Zach Levine on the wing, you know, it's easy to play with, you know, people that look to get you the ball, look to get you the ball in your spots, knock down shots, and then you got another score. And then, you know, shots not falling, you could dump it into the big man. I like Chicago. But the only thing about Chicago, though, and then I'm going to pass it to you, Chicago struggles against the big name teams. And when it comes to the playoff time, if you can't get past or you can't win games against big name teams, especially on the road, you just having a great regular season for nothing. But how you feel about that? Um, when I come, when it comes down to the Chicago Bulls, I think they're the most definitely a contender. Uh, do I think that they'll be uh, probably like a third, fourth, and fifth seed? I, that's a strong possibility with that because of the team that they have. Uh, DeRosa, man, that boy tough, mid-range assassin. You know how he do it. Um, but nevertheless, man, we, we can't forget about the rest of the teams of the East, and we still can't forget about the Milwaukee Bucks, um, the Miami Heats. And like you said, I mean, those teams, sometimes they, they fall apart when they play against those tough teams. And then you still got the Western Conference that they play, but at least they don't have to see them but once or twice. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So with that with that being said, the, the Chicago Bulls are going to be a contender. But I, if, if I'm a Bulls fan right now, I would just wait just one to two more years. They'll be, they'll be contenders. But when you're talking about a championship team, um, two years from now, you'll see the difference. For sure, man. Uh, I agree with you with the Miami Heat. I think the Miami Heat right now are the number one seed. You feel me? So they are definitely balling, but it's a lot of ball to be played. And while we're in the East, man, let's talk about disappointments. We got to talk about the disappointments, man. It's two teams in the East right now that I'm highly disappointed in. Which one of those? The first team is the New York Knicks. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get we're gonna talk about them in a few minutes. And then the second team, you should already know. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna put you on the stand right now and let you defend your Atlanta Hawks. What's up, man? The boys made all that noise last year. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> Hey man, first off, I mean let's let's talk about it, man. The Atlanta Hawks, you know, this this past season before, you know, they had high expectations. That kind of let me down a little bit, but you know, I think that's growing pains too. You know, you had such a high your expectations wasn't that high at first, you know. We just wanted to make the playoffs. But now that team has seen how to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. They got a grit. They got to grind. They got to make sure that they do what they got to do. But you got to realize, though, uh, the Atlanta Hawks is still a young team. So, I mean, with that being said, do I think that would that would I use that as an excuse? No, I would not use that as an excuse. But Nevertheless, I just really feel like the Atlanta Hawks can, I mean, still bounce back from it. They still have Trey Young. They still got Jaron Collins. You know, they got Kevin Herter. They got Hunter. 
I mean, the the, the team is based, and then they got uh, Lemon Pepper Lou. Of course. So, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm not going to discredit the, the Hawks as much. I think it was growing pains. Plus, you got to realize COVID was around. A lot of the, the a lot of the players was getting COVID, and it got to a point for like at least a month. We had to we had to put players together and everything like that. So, I mean, even the head coach got COVID. So, I'm not even gonna. That's not even an excuse either. But I mean, if your whole team was like in disarray for a whole month at least, I mean, what else can you do? You get what I'm saying? I feel you. I mean, we're going to see if they're going to turn around, man. I think they got the pieces to turn around. Um, But going to the next team, the New York Knicks, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with them boys, bro. <laughs> I don't understand, you know what I'm saying, like Tom Thibodeau, great guy. But to me, he's not a great coach. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He overachieves. He's – Blessed with talent, and then when he gets that particular talent, he overworks them, overuses them, and then you know it's like, okay, Chicago. We saw what Chicago did when he was there, but then now he's with the Knicks. I mean, Julius Julius Randle's not really developed. Like he's kind of regressed, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Look at the Timberwolves when he was with the Timberwolves. You saw how that team was. Like, Jimmy B, like, had, he had to get up out of there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't get it, bro. Like, you got Kemba Walker. who's a beast. You got Dead Rose. You know what I'm saying? Like, those are two scores right there. You put them with Julius Randle. You got some young pieces still with that team. And you mean to tell me they're out here struggling? Can't get wins? It's got to be coaching. Ugh, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. The New York Knicks, let's say it like this. Last year, their expectations was to at least get to the second round. Of course, my beloved Hawks got them up out of there, made it a little easy. You know, they gave them one win, but Trey Young did his thing. My thing is, at the end of the day, you're absolutely right. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say it, but you're absolutely right, man. It is the coaching, and you know, you got to realize, Tom is an old school coach. So whatever he said goes. I mean, just like you said when he was with the Timberwolves. I mean, he had Jimmy B, but I'm gonna also tell you like this. That year, the Timberwolves made the playoffs, correct? They did, eight seed. Eight seed. I mean, beforehand, they wasn't making the playoffs. I what got more you. do you what more do you want now? I mean, he did get you to the playoffs last year, but at the same time, you gotta realize it's the players. At the end of the day, coaches can put the plays in, the players gotta play. He let Julius Randle go off. He still let Julius Randle go off. His numbers just went down. Um, you got to also, if you're a one-dimensional player, eventually as an NBA player, you're going to study and watch the game. So you're going to see other players. You're going to get to a point. You're going to be like, man, 
right, he moves to the right a little bit too much for me. Let me uh let me guard him. Let me guard his right hand. Let me see what that left do. And then once that left ain't handling it, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people are just, you know, getting steals, turnovers. You know what I'm saying? Hey, the one bright spot they had, a couple bright spots, but the one bright spot is um um what's his name? Fournier? Yeah, Fournier. Yeah. I mean he was doing he, he got pretty decent. He got off. But I mean, I mean that's that that that's for real for <laughs> that's mm-hmm. my only that's his only bright spot for the New York Knicks for real for real. Campbell 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 hasn't been playing like that for real, and I'm just I mean, what did you ex- expect the um the Knicks to do though? I expected them to compete. Did you expect them to go to the playoffs again for a second second year in a row? Yes. Did you not? The East got better. Okay, but so, okay, the East got better. That's true. But you didn't expect the Knicks to go back to the playoffs? I at least thought they were going to be like a, a seven seed. That's the playoffs, though, right? I, I thought they were going to make, like, at least make the seven seed. But, I mean, I my expectations of them was low. I so, really felt, I really on, felt like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I'm about to say. I really felt like the Atlanta Hawks took, took they win. They had the city rocking last year, is I'm not correct. They got they had the city rocking. Uh-huh. They had the four seed. And so the Atlanta Hawks had a, a, a tremendous um record uh-huh. coming into the playoffs. Okay. I was thinking I to be honest with you, bro, when we talked about in the last the last um podcast we thought the Knicks, you know what I'm saying? I had the Hawks winning, but in realistic, we thought the Knicks were going to make the second round of the playoffs, correct? Yes, I did. Yeah, I know you did. I had the Hawks winning, but I, I mean, let's be realistic. We thought that the Knicks was going to be like that team to at least take the other step level to be like Brooklyn, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was going to be a matchup with Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like, but this year, like, they below expectations. Is that right or wrong? Okay, let me ask you this question. All right, you just said that for the Knicks, right? You said coming into this season, you really had low expectations for them, right? I had because the because the East got better. The East got better, so you had low expectations for. I still, but I still had them on the as a seven seed. I never said I ain't say fourth and fifth, but I did have them in You're the right. seventh seed. I had them going in the playoffs. Okay, so they finished what fourth last year? The Hawks was fifth. Yes, correct. Okay, so if they finished fourth and you had low expectation for the Knicks, the Hawks finished fifth. What was your expectation for the Hawks? I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, it was kind of like the same thing. I think that it was a high. I'm going to speak real. I'm going to speak fast. <laughs> That's because you know. <laughs> I, 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 I know you're going you gonna to ask. You gonna, <laughs> I'm going to speak fast. I really felt like the Hawks would have been at least a, a eight seed. I, I really feel that the East got better. You get what I'm saying? Brooklyn got better. Philly got better. You feel me? Even though Ben Simmons haven't been playing, Philly still got Joel. You get what I'm saying? Milwaukee's still there. Chicago ain't got better. Miami is there. Charlotte. I can go down the list. So who did, really, who, who did you have high expectations for? 
out of the Knicks, Hawks, and Charlotte? Uh, if I can do a one, two, three, I got Charlotte, Hawks, Knicks. Okay, so you have higher expectation for Charlotte over the Hawks, and the Hawks just went to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. I think that that was a high. But that 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 high gave them that expectation, so now they can learn how to win. You get what I'm saying? So that was a very they, – they, they exceeded expectations. We talked about that in the last part, um, podcast. They did exceed the expectations, but now they got a taste of it. Now they like, hey, just like John Collins said, man, I want to go back to the playoffs. It was different. I love it. You know, Trey Young said the same thing. So now, yes, the expectation. Did you believe that the Hawks was going to go to the, you know, to make the playoffs and be a second seed or a first seed or anything like that? I had the same expectation for the Hawks. Basically, four, fifth, or sixth seed. That's why, you know, between the four, fifth, or sixth seed, like, um, I had Philly, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, you know what I'm saying? So Strong. those are the top three of the East. Strong. When you get to that fourth, you're talking about a Miami, you know what I'm saying? Honestly, I didn't really expect Chicago to be as good as they were. I knew Chicago would be a good team. But you talking about Chicago, they ended like the top two. So I really didn't expect that. I was – Thinking Chicago would have been like fifth, sixth, you know, competing with the Hawks for that particular seat. You know what I'm saying? That's going into the season. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I looked at it. I'm like, okay, the Hawks been playing together more. Bulls just bringing in DeRozan. He, they got to get him acclimated with the team. You know what I'm saying? We looking at Chicago like a fifth, sixth seed, probably battling against the Hawks. But – you feel me? That's just me. That's just going into the season. But as the season has been progressing, I kind of see, like, man, these Hawks ain't really living up to what I thought they were going to do. And that's what I was saying, though. You know, I just felt like the expectations, I mean, I didn't have them to be that high, but I thought that they at least make the playoffs and at least make some noise. I mean, they'll be able to, um, you know, kind of – kind of bounce some people or test some people to see who is play playoff bound, you know what I'm saying? Battle tested. You get what I'm saying? I got you. So I mean Charlotte is just I I I, I like Charlotte. I like Charlotte. You get what I'm saying? I like Charlotte. And they're, I like the Hawks. They're exciting. I'll I say that about Charlotte. They're exciting young team, but they got some holes in their team, man. Just to be man, 100 gonna, with you. I know. They're going to be out of there in the first round. I'm not – I'm just excited for the, the up and down play. You get what I'm saying? But, I mean, as far as they go, they're going to be out of the first round. I would think if if I had a team that I had to see for expectations to make it like to a second round, it would be Hawks, Charlotte, Knicks to make it to the second round. Just to get it in the playoffs, it's just Charlotte Hawks and, and um the Knicks. I feel that, man. But a lot of a lot of games to be played. You know, we talk about the Eastern Conference, but we're gonna get ready to transition to this West. And you know, we're gonna give everybody their flowers. We're gonna talk about all the teams in the West that's doing what they're supposed to do. 
You know what I'm saying? But before we even get to that, y'all know good and dang well what we got to start with. The Los Angeles Lakers. Now, let me start off by saying this. Coming into the season, you got Riss, you got Brun, you got AD. You got to steal, you know what I'm saying? In my opinion, I've been on him since he was at Kentucky. My boy Monk is a beast. You know what I'm saying? You got Melo. You saw what he's been doing the last couple of years. You brought back Dwight. You got some other pieces. Avery Bradley, you know, Trevor Ariza. So, me, I had high expectations for this squad. I, you know, I really think they should be higher than they, they are. They right now, they on that cusp of basically in the playoffs slash the play-in game. You know what I'm saying? Right on that six, seven seed, titter-totter, you know what I'm saying? They're going to have to turn it around, bro. They're going to have to do something. Trade deadline coming up. I'm looking for a trade. I'm looking for an improvement to the team. I'm looking for something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't go into this trade deadline and not get better. You can't go into this trade deadline and not make some type of acquisition, some type of trade to improve the team. And you ask, you know what I'm saying, QB, how can you improve the team? Well, the first thing you need to do is you need to find somebody that's willing to get down and dirty and play defense. You need to find somebody that's willing to take corner threes, somebody that's willing to put the ball on the floor and attack the basket and make plays. To sum it all up, you need a wing player. Who that wing player is, I don't know. But the way Russ has been playing, the way Braun has been playing, the way AD has been playing, it ain't going to cut it. They're going to get embarrassed. They're going to get embarrassed. They're going to make the playoffs, but they're going to get embarrassed. Now, right now, like I said, they are 500 team. I'm looking for improvements going into this trade deadline. What you got to say about your boys? I felt like when they got Russ, I felt like when they got, uh, especially they got Melo, they got Trevor Reza, they, they got the White, and then they got Rondo. I was like, the Lakers are back. They're ready. That bubble, they finna show that that bubble team that they had to win the championship, they were gonna do their thing. That's how I felt. You feel me? I'm like, yes, the Lakers, the late show, it's gonna be back. LeBron comes back, you know. AD finna uh, start back shooting threes, getting to the post, doing whatever he want to. The white gonna block shots. I like man, this gonna be the, this gonna be this gonna be our year. Russ turnovers, missed shots in the three point line. Melo. I ain't gonna lie, Melo been, you know what I'm saying, doing what he's supposed to do. Spot up shooter, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing. <sighs> AD, injury prone. Had two injuries, right? Two injuries. He out. 
LeBron James, he get an injury. He out. So, you know, you got to realize, all right, Russ, do what you normally do. Do what you did when you did with the Wizards. Do what you do when you did with the Rockets. Most definitely do what you do when you did with the uh, OKC Thunder. What happens? Turnovers. 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 Bad, bad decisions when it comes to the ball, man. And I never, and you can, you can interject with this. Have you ever seen Russ play like this, man? To be honest, when he was OKC, you know what I'm saying. Russ was a turnover machine. You know he he's aggressive, so he'll make it up. Yeah, he's gonna make it up. He's gonna give you, uh, you know, 30, 40 points, triple double to make up for the turnovers. You know what I'm saying? That's when he was in OKC. Now, you notice when he was in Houston, he wasn't doing all this. And the reason being is because they gave him an opportunity to be himself. But also, he realized that, hey, there's another guy on the team that can do the same thing I can do, so I don't have to do as much. Also, also, Mm -hmm. he was in Houston. They surrounded him with shooters. Mm. So he was able to trust the guys he was throwing the ball to. Now, do the Lakers have shooters? Yes. Does Rush trust those shooters? I have no idea. To be one hundred with you, mm-hmm. and the reason I say I have no idea because on one hand Rush looked the pass to him, but then on another hand he be throwing the ball away. He be shooting like wild shots. Just I mean he just be doing the most, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, like. And for him, like, when it when it comes, they ask him about the turnovers, man. He's just so nonchalant. You know, I can do what I want. I ain't worried about turnovers. I'm out here competing at a high level every game. You know what I'm saying? I should be in the game. I should be playing, you know. I ain't worried about turnovers. We, You know, we just got to find ways to win the game. That ain't going to cut it, bro. It sure not. It ain't going to cut it. You feel me? Mm-mm. At some point, you're a point guard. At some point, you got to take responsibility and accountability of, all right, man, I got to clean these turnovers up. I'm supposed to be the point guard of the team. I got to protect the ball more. If you can't realize that, you ain't a point guard. You ain't a point guard, bro. You a shooting guard. Now, okay, you want to acknowledge as a shooting guard, you can't shoot. Mm. So it's either going to be have to be one or the other. You had to get in the gym and work on shooting and be a shooting guard. Or you're going to have to cut the turnovers down and be a scoring point guard. Ain't no in-between, bro. It's one or the other. And until he realized that, his game is not going to flourish. Just be 100 with you. Now, I'm going to still be optimistic with these boys, but – I'm going to be 100 with you. They're going to this trade deadline and don't get better. I don't know. It's going to be hard. It'll be hard, man. But now it goes to it. As mean, you think about it. 
all those chances that we had, we had we had a chance to get DeRosa, right? DeRosa wanted to come through. And for cheap. For sure. Then we had a chance to have uh, Lowry. Mm-hmm. And sign and trade. So do I now? The big question of the day is, who's the blame? And you'll be surprised what my answer is. Are you gonna say Rob, Rob Linker, Jenny Bus? Good old Rob. Good old Rob. He did not come through like he was supposed to. And that gave us that gave us rest. And we was fine with that. We were fine with rest. We was like, as a matter of fact, we was like, yeah, okay, we got rest. We good. We good. We good. But now, as we see, you know, in the in into the future or to the present today, we seeing now that you got your boy. Kyle Larry doing his thing. DeRosa doing his thing. Then Caruso, Caruso. I'm sorry. My bad. My bad, Caruso. You know how I do it. <laughs> but, you know, Caruso. Caruso was doing his thing, man, dunking all over people. Now what he doing? He in the Bulls, and he really doing his thing. You know what I'm saying? With DeRosa. Just imagine you had DeRosa and Caruso with the Lakers, with Kyle Larry. And LeBron James can just be like a, a facilitator and getting getting buckets. You get what I'm saying? Not yeah. only getting buckets, getting buckets down low. You know, helping AD, so he don't have to have that much pressure trying to, you know what I'm saying, be down low. Because believe it or not, AD want to AD wanna be like a, a a small four. But he'll... he'll he a bit man at best. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of the day, not it's not enough ball to spread around because it's not enough people that can shoot. It's a, Like you said, they do have shooters. But do Russ trust them? And I say no. So what we got to do right now is that hopefully by the trade deadline, get some pieces. Um, we're probably going to have to trade some people just to get somebody. But are you okay with that? Did they trade? I'm okay with whatever makes the team better. So, Rob, we're coming to you, man. You made some mistakes already. You're gonna have to. We're gonna have to make up for those mistakes, man. We we saw we saw what you did at best, but now we gotta you gotta adapt and adjust with the times. Hey, the the Warriors are back. The Suns never left. You still got Denver. You got you got Dallas. You get what I'm saying? And so, since we since we talking about those teams, man, mm-hmm. my my surprise. Now you know they had a little momentum from last year. My mm-hmm. surprise team is the Memphis Grizzlies. You talking about John Morant playing at a high level? You know what I'm saying? Dog beats. Now, I know he had a little injury early, went out for a couple games, but, man, to me, this is to me, I think he's up there for MVP. 
I think he's an MVP candidate. He should definitely finish top three. Okay. Or four in the MVP race. So to me, now, it's only a few people that in front of him. And who's who who are those people? To me, right now, to me. To me, I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put two two definitely in front of him. One possible behind him. So as a okay. as a as a right now, I think MB is in front of him. And I think Jokic is in front of him. Now, Giannis playing at a high level. I don't think Giannis is in front of him. DeRozan, no. Dogan, Beast. I don't know if DeRozan, I like DeRozan doing his thing now. But the way Jaws playing right now to me, if you got you got one, two, you got three A, three B, it'll be Ja Morant, DeRozan, three A, three B. You feel me? That's just me. No, 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 no. I to- I totally agree. This is the first time we totally agree with something. We totally agree. Because first off, you, you try to play my boy Joke, the Joker, you feel me? Last year, you thought I forgot. But you see what happened, right? He was an MVP. He was MVP. Don't play with me, man. Don't play. Don't even play with me, man. You but but now this year, Joel the real Wayne, MVP is standing up. The the real MVP. The real MVP Joel. is standing up. I, I I didn't want to hear none of that stuff last year. Y'all played me last year. I'm gonna show no. y'all what it is now. Man, I don't know. I don't know why you said that we we played you last year. <laughs> I told you this stuff for like that, you know what I'm saying? I told you last year. And y'all, even you and uh, JT were saying the same stuff. And I was like, come on now, man. The Joker is doing his thing. This man, this man doing behind the back passes. You feel yeah, me? Can, anybody can do that. Points, points, rebounds, assists. I'm giving you 35, 10, and 10. I hear you. Or I'm giving, or I'm giving you forty, ten, and eight. I hear what you. What more do you want, man? Hey, and B was doing it too. The only not was and B didn't play as many games. Okay, then we talked about that. That was he had injury, dog. Like we talked about that. That's so that wasn't that, that. And I and I did did I did I say that? I said that if he would have played at many games. As the Joker, it will be a very debatable subject right now. Is that right or not wrong? I hear you. I hear you. But he didn't play that many games last year, so it nobody didn't play you. Now you played yourself. Why so they played you know, Embiid? Making... I ain't talking about me. I'm talking they, about Embiid. They played Embiid. They, they ain't play Embiid. He knew that. He was hurt. Man, he was hurt, bro. But now let's get back to this season. You're right, all the way through. Joel is just beast, dog, just going in. Now he's showing you like, hey man, I'm I'm healthy. I can do this thing. I can carry my team. I can carry some wins, even with some players not being, uh, not playing. You feel me? I can still carry a team. I ain't got no rebuttal. Joel for MVP. But I ain't gonna lie. 
All right, Joker's doing his thing. That boy, hey, that boy, hey. I'm trying to tell you, that boy John Morant, that boy's the real deal. And if I have to, if I had to say, this is a bold prediction right here. If I if I had to say anything right now, I would say Joel. And then you got the the two A two B. Morant and Joker, and then you got three with your boy DeRosa. You cannot knock what DeRosa has done this season so far, man, with these game-winning shots and game-winning opportunities, man. I cannot knock. I cannot the young brother. And he playing defense. He's playing it two ways. So with that being said, if I had to pick, pick though, that would be my pick. It will be the uh, – be Joel at one. Two A will be Morant. Two B will be your boy Joker, and then at two, um, three it will be DeRosa. Because I mean, um, in the dark horse number for if you just want to do a formality of a, a four, it will be your boy Giannis. But I mean, I don't. I I don't know. I'm gonna just tell you like this. Giannis ain't trying to win no league MVP no more. Giannis trying to win a, a final MVP. He trying to win a, a, a finals championship. Yes, you hear what I'm saying? So I don't see I don't see him really caring about no 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 league MVP. He won two already. You get what I'm saying? Why would he have to worry about it? Now he worried about the you know what I'm saying this this prize that he got last year. So. With that being said, John Morant, keep balling, man. Hey, keep doing your thing. Keep making those numbers. Um, make the all-star game. And 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 do your thing, man, because we, we're supporting you for real, for real. Yeah, man, that's a bet, man. You know, that's just a little glimpse of the first half of the NBA season that we've been noticing. But before we close out, we're going to transition to our last topic of the day. You feel me? And, you know, I guess we got to talk about it. No, we got to talk about it. I guess we got to talk about it, man. You know, mm-hmm. shout out to the boys. You know what I'm saying? Asterix. <laughs> See, you with the bull stuff already now. Come on, nah, man. man. Be shout real. Out, shout out Be- to them boys, man. Them boys did their thing. They won the national championship. Salute to the Georgia Bulldogs for overcoming the obstacles and winning the national championship. You know, I know those your boys. How you feel about the win? I mean, first off, um, congrats to Kirby Smart. Um, congrats to the mailman, of course. You know, he came, he finally came through and delivered, delivered all the mail, you know. And I just want to think that 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 dog defense, hey man. It's, that's a tough task to do when you when you're f- facing just the cream that I cream of football of college football. When you think of college football, you can't think nothing but Alabama first, and then rest of the team second, third, or fourth, fifth. Um, you can probably put Clemson up there a little bit, but for the reign of wet college football has been all about you can put nothing in front of Alabama 
So if it, if when you beat an Alabama team, you're special and you have a special team. Clemson did it before, twice. Georgia did it. Uh, LSU did it, you know. Um, it is tough to play against Alabama because strategically, when you're playing against Alabama, you got to realize, man, the guru, Nick Saban, he's going to do his thing. He's going to look at that film. And that's just like, for example, when he played Texas A&M, me and QB was watching the game. We couldn't believe it. And we were like, this ain't the same Alabama team. This ain't the same dominant defense that we're used to. And, I mean, let's, let's be honest right now. You get what I'm saying? Let's be real. If I'm, if I'm with Alabama, I bet you this this year coming up, they're going to be a force to reckon with. But I gave Dave Roses right now. It's back to my Georgia Bulldogs. Let me say it like this. Them boys play good. They play well. Somebody will say, hey, they got an asterisk on there. If you say that, you're trash. And I said that straight up. You're trash. It's because of the simple fact that they play head to head. If y'all talk about injuries, everybody get hurt. I don't care what, what time of time it is and everything like that. Everybody get hurt. So you got some people right now that are going to be talking about, oh, man, they got hey, Alabama will hurt. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear none of that. I don't want to hear none of that at all. At the end of the day, Alabama lost to Georgia. Point that period. Now, is I mad that some people would just like kind of put an asterisk on our, our team? No. I ain't hate on them when they started talking to me about uh, man, Georgia lost to Alabama in the SEC championship. And I was like, hey, man, you're going to have to see us again. And you know what Nick Saban said? He said that, hey, don't be gloating around thinking like you got this team because you might see this team again. And what happened? They saw this team again. The same team that they felt like they defeated was the same team that was hungry. They was hungry to and destined to win against Alabama. And I don't think that Alabama took them for granted. I know Bryce Young did not take them for granted. Well, you, hey, when you lose your top receiver in the first quarter, okay, I understand. I mean, your running game wasn't going anywhere. You had one of the best running backs out here. It just, it just, the better team won. Just be honest, the better team won. So, with that being said, congrats to Georgia. Congrats to the Bulldogs. We're going to try to win another one. We're going to try to do our thing. And that's all I got to say. Go dogs. Salute to the Georgia Bulldogs for winning the national championship. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just be 100. As an Alabama fan, I can't lie and say I wasn't upset. You know, when you become an Alabama fan, you're an Alabama fan. You've been an Alabama fan since you was a kid. You know, you want your team to win. You never want to see your team lose. So, going into the game, man, I just, you know, 
I know it was a tough task to beat the team twice, but I thought we had their number. You know, unfortunately, injuries played a part. We lost some key players not only throughout the season, but in the biggest game of the season, lost our best receiver. You know, it's crazy in the SEC championship game. We lost a receiver in John Mitchie. And, you know, when you talk about your top two receivers going out, that's a hard task, to, you know, hard mountain to climb. But we stuck in there, man. We was in the game, full quarter. We got the, you know, even with the third, fourth stringers in at receiver, you know, we had a couple of second and third string DBs. You know, we was able to stick through and, and hang in there as, as long as we could. And unfortunately, you know, it didn't go our way. So I'm looking for next year, you know, for them to finish. You know, Nick Saban said it. That fourth quarter, Georgia got at us. They won the fourth quarter. So I already know going into next season, the motivation is going to be to get back to the national championship game and finish. You know, we had them right where we wanted them. Unfortunately, we just couldn't finish the job. But young team coming back next year, they're going to do their thing, man. I'm definitely looking forward to next season. You know, when you bring it back a Heisman winner and Bryce Young, you bring it back a dominant defense. You know, maybe not, you know, maybe a few games they kind of slipped up, but next year, I'm pretty sure a lot of them cats gonna be back and you know they it's out for blood. It's up for everybody that's on their schedule. So again, salute to Georgia, winning the national championship. Salute to my beloved Alabama Crimson Tide, amazing season. And we look forward to next season. I'm going to just tell you this beforehand that I really feel like Alabama is going to be able to – next year going to make some noise. Um, Bryce Young winning the Heisman should have showed the rest of the college football nation that Alabama is going to be reckoned with for the last two years. Bryce Young will be going to the NFL after year three. He won't be playing three years for Alabama. I mean, four years for Alabama. He's that good. I don't care what anybody say. He's that good. You cannot take that away from him. And, you know, at the end of the day, this is why this is why we play the game. This is why we play play college football. This is why you have uh, Alabama, you have somebody that you can knock off every single year. And I don't want to make it seem like we're picking at Alabama, but Alabama has put that status. They have made themselves known as the, the team to beat every single year. So, you know, I'm being realistic here. I told QB, I said that I was going to be realistic. I was going to be real. You know, Alabama is the team to beat till otherwise. You, you, you win so many championships, you have no choice but to be that team. So you, to, to be that team, you have to beat that team. Now, if I'm going to just tell you like this. 
if Alabama don't get to the uh, to the championship game, it's bust. I hear you, bro. But yeah, man, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. You know what I'm saying? For the first episode of season two. Y'all stay tuned for more coming up this season. Also, stay tuned. Later this week, we're going to drop that grind and shine. You'll be getting that as a separate segment. You'll see that later this week. So feel free to click on that link. Check that out. Tell us what y'all think about that as well. But as for this episode, we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Salute. Salute. Salute.